Hey everybody, welcome back to Medicare Agent IQ. I'm Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And uh, the reason that we do this show is our goal is to help independent agents to be more successful uh, selling insurance. And so I kind of wanted to to talk today about something that I feel like is super important and maybe not talked about enough, but really kind of figuring out what an FMO should be doing for you or what your agency, whatever your upline is, should be doing for you. You want to make sure that you're getting some support. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, are they at the, at the bottom line is, are they helpful partners or are they just the middleman? Right. And hear me real quick. This, this, I, the, the reason we're doing this is, is not, or like getting people to move, but maybe what you could be asking for your FMO, like what, what, what you could tell them, Hey, look, I understand that there's people out there that are maybe getting this and we just want to make sure that you're getting the most from the people that you're partnering with. Yeah. Things you, things you want to be looking for people that you may already be partnered with, or if you're considering getting into this business, maybe you're in the life insurance business, but you're exploring the idea of getting into the Medicare industry. These are things that you want to look for uh, in a partner, because at the end of it all, that's exactly what your FMO is, is they are a business partner. You're choosing to do business with them. And so really that's what we'll be covering today is we want to, we want to go over some things and, and things that you want to be questions you want to be asking when, when you're, when you're interviewing FMOs. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or even if you're already and you already have an FMO, just things that you should be saying, Hey, am, am I getting this? I, I'm kind of reminded, I think about when I first started my agency, our agency, and, uh, I remember that I just had come in out of um, out of working as a career agent for Humana, and so as a career agent, I never really knew what an FMO was supposed to be doing for me. And so, to be honest, I never made any asks. And so, it wasn't until like six years in that I finally started like, wait a minute, y'all are supposed to be earning my business in some way, right? Like you're supposed to be doing something. And and to be honest, at the time, they mostly just processed my um, new contracts for new agents because we had a team, right? So if I didn't have new agents, I'm not sure that they yeah. would have, uh, they would have done much. And so we would chat. So you're talking about the while. FMO that you chose when right. you started the agency. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Back then I like, I didn't, I didn't know what they, what their responsibilities were. So, so now here I am, I'm an advocate for you, <laughs> uh, for, for people who are listening to us. I want you guys to know that the, these are some yeah. of the things that, that your FMO should be doing. And if they're not, maybe make an ask and, and not in a negative way, but more like, Hey, have you, have you guys ever considered doing this? I remember in, in that one day I, I remember this is as an agency, not necessarily like as an agent. I asked them, I was like, Hey guys, like, do you think that you would ever want to do, help me do some, rec have any recruiting dollars for me so I can help and recruit. And, uh, they were like, no, <laughs> they were like, no, we don't. And then come to find out. I find, I guess I'm still a little bit better. <laughs> they, I found out they were doing it for another agency that was also local here and they didn't even have all their contracts with them. So the point is, is that, uh, you may want to keep them honest. You want to yeah. make sure that, that, you know, everybody, everybody's got, got some kind of, uh, they're helping you in some way if, if you're making them money. Yeah. And so ultimately like that's, that's the heart of it. So let's, so what should they be doing or that, you know, and I'll, and I'll say this, like not every upline is going to have all of these things. Right. And, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be all of them. 
what you want to do though is make sure that you're at least getting something from them you don't want to know that your agency is kind of just kind of kicking back and, and receiving admin fees and not doing anything to support you and so one of the first things that i would say is very very important in particular when you are new is training and uh, I, I overheard, we, I did a re recruiting event down in the Valley of Texas, which is um, the McAllen area and just recently. And an agent said that they contracted with an agencies, but they didn't really train them. I said, well, what do you mean? She said, they gave me these books, which are the, the summaries of benefits for the <laughs> carriers and said, okay, good luck. <laughs> That was that, that was, was it. it. That was their training, <laughs> and they're like, no wonder. And this individual was a f like a um, PNC agent, and so obviously they had some insurance experience, but none in our business, and and they didn't really provide a whole lot of training. So I would say that it's important if you're going to be getting started in this business, or if you're newer in this business, you want to make sure that you're getting a, a certain amount of training. From yeah. And maybe make that ask, well, what does your training look like? If, if we, if I choose to partner with you, you know, what would be step one in terms of training? What exactly does that look like? Is there some kind of boot camp? Are there online training tools that I can resource that, that I can, that I can, that I'll have access to, uh, maybe videos or, you know, s sandboxes, anything like that. But really what you're looking for is somebody that's going to help you get a basic understanding of what Medicare is. If, if it's not something that you're already doing, it's hard to get out there and have these conversations with seniors about what their different options are. If you don't have that foundation, we're yeah. constantly talking about pouring that foundation. And we're talking, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to someone who's brand new, but I'm even talking to people who are in the business already. Ongoing training is something that is huge. Like there's things like every, every, like things are changing rapidly in this business. And so you want to have a partner that is helping you to make sure that you're keeping up with all of those things. And, and, and somebody who is, giving you ongoing training and helping you train to your weaknesses and, and realistically like none of us are all already there right and so um, i want to make a distinction also between like a, like a national fmo or an nma like for united healthcare they calls them a, an nma a national fmo but then there's also these smaller more regional fmos and so there's you know different there's different levels to it right like there's integrity Right. And yeah. there's, which we're not affiliated with at all. And then there's like companies like the brokerage, these, these large national FMOs that have like a really big presence. And then there's a, these smaller ones that like there's, there's, there's here in Texas, there's a lot of them that are, uh, that, that, you know, produce, you know, six to 10,000 apps in a year. So, uh, good on a local level, maybe not so much on a national mm -hmm. level. Right. And so, usually those large ones aren't the ones that per, that provide a whole lot of training and so that's that's usually not going to be in their wheelhouse usually they rely on the smaller downline agencies the fmos the uh, mgas and gas to do that kind of training so, so it could be something to take into consideration maybe look look to partner with one of those one of those more regional or, or local FMOs that's going to offer that kind of support because the truth of it is the and the national agency isn't going to be able to do that now there probably is some kind of tie if you if you choose to partner with one of those regional FMOs they are probably tied to one of those big national Usually. ones so yeah so I would 
maybe maybe focus on trying to partner with one of those or considering one of those regionals to see what kind of support that they're able to provide. Yeah, I always like to give advice on what I would be doing in that exact same situation. And if I were a new agent or a younger agent in this business and I didn't and I didn't have uh, what, what we have today and I was starting out or in those first couple of years, I would make sure that I'm tied to one of the larger regional uh, agencies that also has a good relationship with the national marketing organization. Because realistically, uh, like agents who, who produce even 150 apps in a year probably aren't getting a whole lot of attention from their national FMO. Yeah. So, so you, wanna you, you wanna have that. I like the idea of having the, the different layers that are, gonna, that are gonna support me. So you've got the, like the, the national dollars that will come in and give you the support. Uh, and, and you also have like that local, that local feel that you get from having a yeah, local and there's and there's some added value to that as well. In addition to everything that we just went over, when you choose to partner with with uh, one of those smaller FMOs, they probably have those local relationships with a lot of the carriers. A lot of these carriers have those managers where they've got boots on the ground or they oversee specific markets, and so they may, they likely have a relationship with some of those carrier managers, and so they're able to you know it's just another layer of support or they may be able to put together, they may offer some local trainings through those carriers. So if there's a specific carrier that you just need more information on or more training on, you can reach out to your FMO and one of their carrier partners and see if there are any trainings that are available to you as the agent. Because of course, you know, you get those emails from, from the carriers and say, hey, we've got this webinar going on and this webinar, but sometimes you need that personal touch or you just you've got some questions that you need answered and you don't want to sit through a two hour webinar to for that one question that you're trying to get answered. And so if having that that added layer of support through the carrier partners and relationships, it's going to it's only going to benefit you in, in your business plan. Yeah, absolutely. Next thing I would say is uh, that that's super important is maybe access to a diverse portfolio of Medicare plans. And mm. what I mean is there's a lot of maybe Maybe there's a there's an FMO that you're working with that only works with like three or four uh, carriers, and that's just not the right thing to do. So let me make it very clear that I, as an agent, I just don't think that you need to that you need to um, a, a, as an agent you don't need to uh, tie yourself down or to, or to, to have uh, to have 15 different carriers. Yeah. You don't need that but your FMO should, like your upline <laughs> should. It, and the reason is, is if you ever start to say, hey, I need, to, I need to start adding this one. You probably only need the main carriers, right? The major carriers, realistically, you know, you don't need to have, you know, seven to 10 different carriers that, if you're a newer agent, right. but you wanna make sure that the upline that you do have, so that way as you start growing and you start doing that, then you, then you have that. Yeah, it's not necessary immediately. You, honestly, I would probably recommend against that. You don't want to immediately just get get on board with 10 different carriers because you're probably not going to be riding with all 10 carriers get those main carriers and then as you start to produce and write more business you can slowly and gradually start to add some of these carriers maybe it leads to you know you may have some opportunities with uh, provider groups that you created you've created a relationship where they only take a specific carrier then you can add that additional carrier through your FMO so you just want to have that that in your holster or at least access
access to that um, so that you can add these products, these carriers to your por portfolio as your business grows. Do you put all your eggs in one basket with that? Like with, with like Medicare contracts? Yeah. Yeah. I say, yeah. I mean, there's, there's value in that. There's value in, in doing so because I think as an agent, if I've got a contract through this FMO and then two contracts through another and two more contracts through another, they, I, I may not get as much support from that FMO because I'm so spread out, even though my production might look good. If I'm only producing X amount that are funneled up to, that are tied to this FMO and another portion of that is tied to another FMO, it may not make sense. So it probably makes more sense, at least for me, right, to put them all together so that way they see my production as a whole and it can lead to more support from my FMO. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I've seen too many times where agents will have like United with this one and Humana with this one and they're pr producing pretty well for both. But what does it look like to your to your upline? You know, you've got, if you, if you you do 100 a year with United and 100 a year with Humana and the FMO that you're with only sees the Humana, then you're not, I don't wanna say worth as much to them, but, but essentially you're not bringing as much to the table. Right. So they're gonna maybe withhold support to someone who has all of those you know, options available. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, next on the list is streamline enrollment. And I think that what I'm referring to is having uh, an enrollment tool like a Sunfire, like Connecture, something out there that, and, and uh, there's another one I think through one of the large FMOs, but, but you wanna make sure that you have that because Life is so much easier when you have an all-in-one enrollment tool, is it not? Gosh, it is, and I just think back, and I, you know I always go on the little soapbox here when, when we talk about this enrollment platform, but I think about what things used to be like when I was an agent, before we had these types of platforms. When I, wanted to, when I wanted to write business with a certain carrier, I had to be very familiar with their enrollment platform. And then the second carrier and the third carrier, and again, as you're starting to build your portfolio, I was, as I was starting to build that portfolio, I was responsible for being familiar with each enrollment platform for each and every carrier. Well, eliminating that headache and having to, having to learn all those enrollment platforms, that you could streamline it through through Sunfire, right? That's the that's the platform that, that we use here. And so what that does is it's just all the same for us. So it doesn't matter what carrier I'm gonna be writing business with, that enrollment platform, it's just I'm going to one place and regardless of what carrier I'm trying to write business with, I'm doing it all right there and the application looks exactly the same. It just, gosh, I can't, it just makes life so much easier when you have it that way than, than having to go to each and it every individual's website. To and it'll enroll. be there next year. Yeah. Like for, for most of them, you know, it, it, it'll be there next year, which which you can really appreciate, so. Health assessments are, uh, that's a big question that we get from agents, right? Can, can I access the HRA, the HAs from these platforms? Yes, you can, so they're all At least in. with, we know that for, as a matter of fact, with, with uh, Sunfire, I, I can't say that as a matter of fact with the other platforms, but yeah. with Sunfire, the one that we have access to, we. We, we, we do know that they're available probably with everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And the next thing that you should be getting is, is really going to be regulatory compliance guidance. And basically, are they keeping up, helping you keep up with compliance? Because things change all the time. And, and if, if someone's gotta help get your back when it comes to compliance. I think about a time recently where I was on Instagram and all of a sudden, 
all of these videos started popping up or these little images were popping up. And I was like, man, I think I know this agent who did this. And I spotted a couple of compliance issues and I was able to share with that agent, hey, you need to make sure that you're not saying this and you can't you know, refer to this as, as this. And so really what you want is make sure that you have a team behind you that's gonna help you know, cover your <laughs> attitude, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Get your back and, and make sure that you're not, um, that, that, that you're doing things in a compliant way because it's no fun to get these, you know, messages saying, hey, we need to talk to you because you've been out of compliance. So, yeah, you know. and, and we're doing these things with with the good intentions, right? At least we hope that that agents who are who are doing this type of advertising and marketing, that the, they're doing it with their heart in the right place. But yeah. But to have to be able to get ahead of that and, and to post something and to say to have your FMO kind of screen this and scrub this, say, hey, can we take a look at this? Is this safe to post? Am I clear to post? Is this compliant? Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, oh, I was using last year's disclaimer. They've been changing every year for the last three years. Yeah. Like I was using last year's disclaimer. And so you can su submit that to to your FMO ahead of time and make sure that you know whether or not you can post these things. So yeah. Um, next one is technology solutions. So we talked earlier about the enrollment tool, but there's so many other things that you could be getting like quoting tools like the, you know, to, to quote multiple Medicare supplements at the same time to, to be able to, to, to have search a CRM doctors, system. Search for doctors, uh, inputting medications just to make sure that any medications that your members are taking, um, that they're going to be covered by whatever plan that, that they're, that they're going to be, that you're considering enrolling them. And again, all these tools are available through the carrier platforms but to have the technology in place to be able to do this in one place and not have to go and visit all these websites. Again, it just makes, it's going to save you so much time having this kind of technology in place for you. So it's more of a, it's a perk, right? It's, it's a luxury to have these things. Believe me, you know, we were in the business when they, these things weren't around that these, these things are a beautiful thing. Right, man. I I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I remember I, I would do everything on paper, <laughs> like it was you know everything, and even even you know when we started, Humana had Mappa back then, and you could you could do it, but you still found yourself doing paper, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it just a mess. It, it it makes you it, it saves you the time. It allows you to be more productive and and more efficient as an agent because what we want to do, you know, we want to be out there. We want to be finding ways to grow our business, and so if we can, if we can cut the time that we're spending doing this type of research, if we're able to cut it in half or or even less, even more. Uh, then that's what you want to do. You want to go that route and take advantage of these types of tools that you have access to. Yeah. Next one is you want to make sure that they're uh, they are um, paying you your commissions at the street level. If you're an independent agent at the street level, and as a um, so and, and direct to you. And what I mean is that they're not intercepting that commission. And and I want to make sure. And every and, and of course I think that there are some contracts where it does go through the through their FMO, but for the most part, my goal is to get paid directly by the uh, the agency, uh, I'm sorry, directly the by the carrier and, and never get intercepted by anyone. So that, that's an important thing. And, and then making sure you're at the street level. Medicare, CMS puts out every year and they update and say, these are the commissions. And you wanna make sure that you're getting paid at that level. I've seen time before where agents were getting underpaid or or agents were 
were not actually the agent of record for a carrier and they for some reason they've got that contract that way so we want to make sure that you've got all of those things done in the right way and there are fmos who who may do that and and they've got a model as to why they operate that way but again you just want to make sure that you understand that going in because we've had to, we've had to have these conversations where they with agents where we discover or together we discover that they are not the agent of record that they don't own their book of business it's like well they you know and they didn't know that going into it and i yeah. think that's the important part is as long as you understand what that contract looks like yeah because i guess there could it. be a valid reason for for the way that they do it but it's just uh not my style yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't do that the next one is probably the most important we probably um is and I wanted to save it for for the last, but whether that's marketing and sales support, so whatever that looks like, is that is that leads, materials, uh, you know, it just just any way to help you to be more successful. Do they have uh, like someone out there that's helping you find doctors to work with? Someone out there that is helping you find retail opportunities? If not, like helping to put you in a position. To, to be successful, what are they doing? What, what's, what's their sort of skin in the game of helping yeah. you? Some people have marketing dollars. Others, you know, there's some agencies that will match all your marketing dollars, things like that. What are, what, what are they doing for, for you? They've gotta be doing something. Yeah. Helping you create marketing material. I mean, as, as simple as, let's, let's start with the first one, right? One of the first things you need is a business card. You know, are they able to, to help you put together a business card? Or if you plan, if you've already got some strategies in place as to how you wanna grow your book of business, are there, is there anything that they can help to add just another layer of support, whether it's, you know, Maybe it's a maybe it's a it's a banner. Maybe it's uh, flyers. Whatever whatever it may be, is there something? What are they going to help? How is this FMO going to help you with all these strategy strategies that you've got in place? That's right. That's right. And then um, it looks like that's that's all of them. But I want to just real quick. We've got some more time. I want to talk about red flags things that I would say, no, this isn't the right, yeah. the right agency or FMO for me. And one is anyone that tries to get you to, uh, tries to get you to bend the rules. And I would say there's a lot, this is a heavily regulated business. And if you've got someone who's like, nah, don't, yeah, don't worry about that. That's just for, that, that's, that's just a, it's a silly rule. There's no reason to follow it. If, if you get someone, if you get that kind of energy, I would say, go the other way. Yeah. I would, for, for, for myself. And the reason is, is like, there's so many ways to be successful if you just kind of stay within these rules and, 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 and you don't do it. Because I'm telling you what, and it's a frustrating thing that, that the people who don't follow the rules all they do is get the lawmakers to make more, more <laughs> rules for those of us who follow them to, 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 so just, just if you have anyone that's encouraging you to go outside of those rules, I'd stay away. Yeah, just play by the rules. There, there are so many success stories of, you know, agents that I've met, agencies that I've that I've seen throughout the years that have had so much success by staying within those rules. And you can absolutely do that too. And when I have conversations with agents, one of the things I tell them is, hey, look, we get we got into this business for the residual income. We like the residuals, the renewals, and I want to make sure that I keep those renewals. I don't want to do anything that's going to have, you know, where where I'm going to have the plug pulled uh, in 
and I lose everything that I've worked for just for one sale or several sales by bending this particular rule. So just play by the rules, stay within the rules. I promise you, you can you can build a very successful business even staying within the rules. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next one would be pressure to push specific plans. And you know, that's, that's, that's a big one. So it's hard because like on, on the one hand, I would say that like even within our agency, a lot of times we're like, probably gonna end up selling United, you're probably gonna end up selling Humana most of the time, but it should never be about you or about the agency's goals or anything like that. It really should be about what's best for the client. But realistically, if you're in a market where six out of every 10 plans goes to one carrier, yeah. you're gonna probably put some people with them or or eight out of every 10 goes to one, goes of, these to two one of these two carriers. Yeah. And, and, and realistically, that's that's something that happens. But outside of that, like if, you ever, like if anyone's like, hey, trying to get you to, hey, I want, I want you to, can you, is there any way you can just do a bunch of such and such company? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I would just kind of, I would, I would be watching. Right. Yeah. So, uh, next is, do they have you sign a contract? And what I mean is, and, and look, read through the contract, but as, uh, FMO or agency or NMA, you shouldn't have to sign a contract with an FMO. If you do, then I, what I would encourage you to do is read it over thoroughly. And I just want to make sure that they're not trying to convince me to, or they're trying to like, I'm selling, selling my contracts away or anything like that, or saying that I'll, I'll stick with them. I, I did hear that there's a, um, kind of a, somewhere in between a regional and national FMO that is telling people, even though these release rules are out there, you would not be able to be released for two years. Yeah. That you're, com you're committed to staying with us for two years. Those types of things. I want to be very cautious with things like that. Why, why, why do I have to have a, a new contract outside the rules? I would right. just be, you know, a little bit, uh, I would be cautious with those kind mm -hmm. types of things. So, um, if somebody said that they, that you have some fees to work with them, I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying it would be dead in the water for me, but I would say that I'm like, man, there's a lot of FMOs out here that can support me. Don't charge fees. That don't charge any fees or don't have, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would look out for that and, and just, just see, okay, what am I getting if I do give you some of my commissions? Because honestly, I don't think you should. Right. <laughs> okay. That's, that, that's my take. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give away any of my commissions. Uh, these FMOs and agencies are given paid administrative fees to support you, to help you to be successful. And honestly, they're given marketing dollars in a lot of ways, yeah. diff different things. So what I would encourage you to do is to um, find someone that can play within those, yeah. <laughs> within, within mm -hmm. those amounts. And then, um, the last thing I would say is like making sure that they're not taking over your client relationships, right? Like, so I, I hear that there's people who are having to give their agencies access to all their, all their client information. I'd be cautious about that. Yeah. And they might do it under another veil, like, Hey, we're doing this. So that way we can support you in this way. But man, like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know that you need to share, you know, um, name, address, phone number of all your clients with anyone, really. So that would be a, another kind of red flag for me. And then, um, and really, I guess that would, it, obviously anyone that does any misleading marketing tactics, you just know that you've got to be a little bit cautious with in, in, or very cautious with, I should say. Yeah. So, and uh, do you have any other thoughts? We're gonna just uh, on, on, on the subject, anything that you say, man, 
people need to know this. The people need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think more more importantly, that what do, what do your contracts look like? How how does that look in, in in the training? I think it's super important coming into the business. You know, I didn't know a whole lot about contracting or how it worked. Um, you know, I guess I was blessed in in, in partnering with you and and having you know a good a good plan in place when it comes to the contracts but the training is super important i feel like the if if you're if you want to be successful in this business make sure that you choose the right partner and it starts with the training if you can get the proper training in place um you know you can you can be as successful as you want to be once you have that in place yeah if you're not getting the training you're always welcome to come here to listen to (laughs) medicare agent iq we that's why we do this every single week we are coming up with new information new content to help agents to be more successful successful in this business. Do us a favor. Would you follow us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere that you see us. We're at Medicare agent underscore IQ. And uh, we are here. Feel free to send us a message if you want something for us to cover. We're happy to do it. But uh, until next time, just go ahead and make sure that you're partnering with the right people.